Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, what is up, world? It is Keith Irizarry betting around the rim. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the MSG Networks, and all of these streaming devices. My gang is here. My crew is here. Kofsky, you got John. James is running the boards. And, of course, Steve and EJ always doing a great job behind the scenes with all the graphics that you'll be seeing over the next two hours of the program. Let's start with what appears to be some good news. Woj reported it this morning, Ramona Shelburne as well. It appears that there is no structural damage to Joel Embiid's knee. He went out of yesterday's game. It was scary. It looked like a hyperextension. And I'm not trying to, you know, like, talk too much about this, but uh, that would have been catastrophic for the Sixers and honestly for the league. Nobody wants to see arguably the MVP front runner right now go out with an injury. The, the Sixers are number one in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers are riding the back of Joel Embiid. Yes, it was scary. It appears to be just a bone bruise. Now he'll be reevaluated. There's no timetable for his return, but hmm, TV audience, you're seeing this right here. Fingers are crossed that everything is okay and Embiid will not miss much time. All right, let's go to college hoops because this has been fun. The last couple of days of college hoops reminds us, uh, my buddy Brad Evans, uh, who runs FTN, tweeted out yesterday, can you imagine being those people that don't like college hoops? And I, I tweeted back at him and I said, I would not want to be friends with someone who is not interested in college hoops. And I get it. During the regular season, it's a long season, and a lot of people feel like, oh, well, 68 teams, everyone's going to make it. Fine. If that's your belief, I I'm, not, I, I'm not even going to try to change your mind on that one. But if you can't look at these conference tournaments over the last couple of days and say, oh, that was awesome, then, then there's something just wrong with you. And there's something wrong with you if you don't believe in Gonzaga. And I know that my producer, Chris Kofsky, is a little bit on the fence as to whether or not Gonzaga can run the table and remain undefeated and be a national champion and do something that hasn't happened since 1975 and 76. But Gonzaga is the most dominant team in college hoops. 26-0 and on the season. 23 consecutive wins by 10 or more points. And then for the TV audience, I know you see the graphic. I'll read it for you as well. Haven't lost a game in 382 days. First team to go into March Madness undefeated since Kentucky did so in 2015. Some of the stats this season, best in college basketball with points per game, second best in college basketball in total points, third best in assists per game, best in field goal percentage, eighth in free throw attempts. So we love all of those numbers. And then I want to bring in another tweet for you, our buddy Jeff Goodman. We have him on the program a lot, and he had this one about the, the top teams that have gone in 
uh, to an NCAA tournament. Just, just really fast, I want to throw this out at you. You realize that this will be the first time we are not going to have Duke and Kentucky in an NCAA tournament um, in a really long time. Yeah, the last time it happened, 1975, 1976. Coincidentally, the year Indiana went into the NCAA tournament undefeated, and they ended up winning a title. So let's go further with what we are seeing with Gonzaga. Because you probably know Jalen Suggs, right? He is a dynamic freshman, going to be a top five, top six type of pick in the NBA. And maybe you know Kispert, and maybe you know Timmy, and maybe you know Ayayi. And maybe you know Mark Few. We'll hear from him in a second. Welcome in our radio audience. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on a Saturday morning. Betting around the rim, I am Keith Irizarry. Uh, talking a little Gonzaga right here. And they're the top dogs. And, and, and we did that on person, a purpose. Obviously, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, the top dogs. How about we go back to 1976? So all the teams that have entered the NCAA tournament as undefeated. Indiana won it in 76. 1979, you had Indiana State. Obviously, uh, that was uh, an amazing team with Larry Bird. Fell short against Michigan State in the title game. 1991, UNLV loses to Duke in the Final Four. At the time, they were 30-0. Wichita State goes 34-0 and then falls in the second round to Kentucky. And then speaking of Kentucky, they're the last team to go undefeated into the postseason, into March Madness. They were 34-0, lost in the Final Four to Wisconsin. I am all in on Gonzaga, guys. I really am. And Mark Few, he's excited. Now, listen, we're going to play the soundbite for you, and you're going to watch it on TV, and you're going to see it, and you're going to hear it, and you're going to you're going to say, well, he doesn't sound that excited. This is about as excited as Mark Few can get. Here's Mark Few. We finally, finally, I mean, and Jalen can, can attest to this, acknowledge, like, look, I mean, this is a big deal, and this is really it, – it puts us in some – in, in, incredible company, quite frankly, that Kentucky team and, and going back over the years, I think there's only, I don't, I don't know, you guys know the stats on it, six teams or something in the last 30, 40 years. So it's a heck of an accomplishment. It's, a, it's really a heck of an accomplishment in lieu of, you know, these atmospheres that have been so stale and sterile and, and lend itself to defensive efforts like we had in the first half, quite frankly. Uh, so I, I give my this group of guys just a ton of credit. I mean, what a perfect team to go through uh, uh, 2020, 2021 uh, with. You know, even more, not important, but impressive. Let's go with impressive. Is the fact that Gonzaga did this in the, the COVID world where protocols were so strict and there were so many teams that found themselves on a pause, so many teams having issues with players not being able to play. Gonzaga made it through unscathed, 26-0. and Amazing. Know who else is amazing? Cade Cunningham and the Cowboys of Oklahoma State next. Betting around the rim. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh... 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. We thank you for coming back to us on Betting Around the Rim. It is a Saturday morning. We're with you each and every Saturday and Sunday morning, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. So that's always a great way to catch us. And, of course, on the MSG Networks and all of your streaming devices. You know, there are times in this world where you're just happy, right? You know, getting married, having children, uh, buying a house maybe, uh, going on a really nice vacation, getting that new promotion, getting a new job. I don't know. All those things make you happy. And then as a sports talk host like myself, you know what else makes me happy? Cade Cunningham. Yes. Dude, I have been touting Cade since he's been in high school. And, and you know, like we could do the Zion comparison where, you know, the, the blowing up, the high school level thing, and would he live up to the hype? And I think Zion did. And now you've got Cade Cunningham. Would he live up to the hype? And oh boy, he did. 25 points, 8 boards, 5 assists. Oklahoma State beats Baylor 83-74. to They'll be in the Big 12 title game. They'll face off against Texas. We'll talk about that matchup later in the show. I don't want to get into that right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later with Joe Lisi in hour number 2. Cade Cunningham is awesome. Rashad Phillips, friend of our program, tweeted out earlier today about the comparison between Cade Cunningham and Grant Hill. And if you remember when we talked about Cade, I guess it was two or three weeks ago, and I was doing my comparisons, I said that he is every bit of, like, the good parts of. He is Luka, meets Ben Simmons, but has a jump shot, meets Grant Hill. Like, put it all together. Six foot eight, can play the one, can play the two, can play the three. 
He is a leader. His shot has gotten better as the season has gone on. Oklahoma State as a team has gotten better. How about this? And I, I marked this down for myself. I want to read it to you and make sure I get it exactly right. Oklahoma State is now the, has their sixth win over a ranked team in the last 19 days. That is the second shortest period to do that. UConn, the only team that did it better, had six AP-ranked teams that they beat in the span of 18 days back in 2010 and 2011. And I'm not trying to speak too hyperbolic here. And I know that so many talk hosts will get on these airwaves, radio, television, scream from the mountaintops about you know one particular player. I implore you. I did this three weeks ago. I did this a month ago. I did this six weeks ago. Pay attention. You are seeing something special in Cade Cunningham. Mark it down right now. All right, everyone, feel free. Mark the tape. Cade Cunningham will be an NBA all-star multiple time. There is a chance that Cade Cunningham becomes a superstar in the NBA, barring any kind of Injuries. I always have to mention that because obviously an injury happens. I remember Dewan, uh, Dewan Wagner back in the day, uh, how good he was, and he had a back injury, and, and things just didn't work out for him, a first-round pick. And then it happens. Injuries happen. Cade uh, Cunningham is going to be a star. And now Oklahoma State is trending towards the two-line in the NCAA tournament. This was a team three weeks ago that was looking as a seven, then a five, then a three. Now they're trending towards a two seed in the NCAA tournament. I am all in on the Cowboys. I'm all in on this team in general, likely and arrest Avery Anderson, Moncrief, all these boys, man, they go out there and they can certainly play. Oklahoma state is the real deal. Cade Cunningham is the real deal. Also the real deal. It's Michigan. And this was a tight game yesterday. Michigan against Maryland. It really did. Now I know the ultimate final score ended up being a 13 point win for Michigan, but this one, with about, what, seven minutes left in the game, had drawn really close. And Maryland was hanging around, despite the fact that they started off 0-for-11 from three-point range in that second half. They hung around with Michigan. Mike Smith was, oh my goodness, was he good. 18 points, 15 assists, and five rebounds. But one of the big stories in this one was head coach Juwan Howard getting ejected. Let's hear from Juwan on his take on how this all went down. Apologize to my team, which I did in the locker room for my actions. That's not the way how uh, you handle situations like that on inverse uh, moments. I uh, can't let your emotions get the best of you. Um, so I love the fact of how our guys uh, stepped up and supported their coach because they know I always want to support them. But I'm always to take ownership when I'm wrong and admit when I'm wrong. So uh, that's not the right way how to handle that situation. Um, now. My version is going to always be so many versions. My version, his version. But at the end of the day, my version, I'm going to tell you the truth, how it all happened. Um, I, I noticed that Smith went for offensive rebound and it went off his hands last, but the referees call the uh, ball out of bounds and I think it was their possession. And I'm like, no, that's not how I saw it. So... I was out of the coaching box and I went down to explain exactly, you know, it's off of Smith and it's tough to communicate when it's loud and also you have mask on. So, um, Turk saw that I was out of the box. He telling the referee, look at my feet. I'm out of the box. And I'm like, Oh, come on, man. This is, this is what we're doing today. You worried about my feet being out of the box. And so he said to me, Joel, I'm not gonna let you talk to me. 
you don't talk to me ever again. And he charged at me. And that right there, you know, like, when, you know, I don't know how you guys was raised, but, you know, how I was raised, you know, by my grandmother and, and also by Chicago, because I was raised by Chicago and I grew up in the South Side. When guys charge you, it's time to defend yourself. And especially when a grown man charges you, you know, and that right there, I went into defense mode and forgetting exactly where I'm at because that's not the right way how to handle the situation. When you come at and charge someone, I didn't charge him. So when he, he charged me, I reacted and I reacted out of defense. So um, that's it. Words was exchanged and then uh, I got tossed. So that's the story. Like I said, you're going to hear his side, you're going to hear my side. Yeah, and uh, and Mark, the head coach of of Maryland, uh, Turgeon that he's talking about, uh, had a much different take on it and didn't feel like it was should have gone that far. I don't know. This is one of those he said, he said ones, and we won't really know because none of us actually heard anything that happened. But Juwan Howard definitely lost his cool. Uh, that was clear. Probably the first time we've seen that. But you know what? Michigan then went on like a 17-4 to run when Howard went out. So it's almost akin to, if we go to the baseball diamond, right, where a, a manager gets thrown out on purpose. Or if we go back to, um, uh, like, Blue Chips, right, where the, the Nick Nolte character goes to the referee and says, toss me out of the game. He's like, what are you talking about? Toss me out of the game. And he yells at him. He gets tossed out of the game. He knew that his guys would rally. So you know what? There, there was something to be said about that as well. Now, Phil Martelli, we all know him from his long time at St. Joe's, a legendary coach there. He's one of the top assistants on this staff at Michigan. Here's his take. What happened with the ejection of Coach Howard? I, I really don't know because I was behind it. Um, there was friction in the first game, to be honest with you. and But it, it was no, there was nothing in the second game. Uh, I, I, I don't really know. I, I can't say who was right or who was wrong. Uh, it's March. Phil, were you as surprised as we were, those of us who know Juwan, a fairly even-keeled guy, to see him that fired up, whatever it was no, that happened? He, he's, uh, he's, he always has these players' backs. That's why they responded the way they did and finished that run. Uh, and, and he does stay, he stays in the game. So something that he saw didn't feel right for him. Did anybody else catch it again? That was Phil Martelli. His little smirk, and I just did it for the TV audience there. It's March. Oh, listen, that was a heated battle. It is a, a conference rival. That was awesome. Michigan looks great in the other game, by the way. It was Ohio State beating Purdue to advancing there as well. So we, we got a bunch to talk about still. Uh, we're going to move a little bit past college hoops for now. When we get back, I'm going to dive into the NBA. There is a team that is heating up in the Eastern Conference. They've got a diminutive guard that did not make the All-Star game. They've got a new head coach, all that and more, betting around the rim. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. That's right. We're back here betting around the rim. It is Keith Irizarry with you. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the MSG Networks, streaming devices. You can hit us up on social media, Sports Grid TV, Sports Grid. Uh, Keith Irizarry, K-E-I-T-H-I-R-I-Z-A-R-R-Y. So many ways to get in touch with us. Now, I opened the show talking about Joel Embiid. And, and we could dive into Embiid and the Sixers and what they did last night. And Embiid, again, if, if you don't know, I, I should bring it back to us. He had his MRI this morning. It appears that everything's okay. It appears that it's just a bone bruise on the knee. It was scary last night. I know there were a lot of Philly fans that were freaking out. And even NBA fans, just in general, getting scared that, you know, uh uh-oh, is the big man going to be sidelined for a while? Is the big man going to be gone for a while? But I want to dive into the Atlanta Hawks. Who? Why? They stink, right? No, the Atlanta Hawks are terrible. They're not. Watch out for the Atlanta Hawks. Let me break them down for you. So the Atlanta Hawks have Clint Capella, who I told you this a couple weeks ago in one of my roll calls, is a top five defensive player in the NBA, averaging over 14 rebounds per game, has gone over 14 rebounds in four consecutive games, and has only been in single-digit rebounds twice this entire season. So we love Clint Capella. They've got some good balance. I, I think Kevin Herter's about to turn a corner a little bit. I know they're without Cam Reddish right now. Uh, you know, a couple of John Collins is playing okay. And then there's Trey Young. And let's talk players before we get into the coaching staff. Trey Young, back to back games of over 30 points. Trey Young with the chip on his shoulder. And I point to my shoulder for you for not being put into the All Star game this year. And really, let's be honest. 
He should have been an all-star. But again, we come back to the conversation. Who would you take out for him? I didn't have anybody to remove for him. I clearly would have wanted him to be in the game. I understand him not being there. Now let's go into the the coaching change. They got rid of their head coach. They uh, up the ante and, and move Nate McMillan into the lead chair. Since then, I know it hasn't been the toughest schedule. They're 3-0 and with Nate McMillan at the helm. And the fourth quarter has been a place where they have really been striving over the last three games. Most of the year, that's been a problem. But actually, in the last three games, they've rallied from deficits. And they've closed games strongly, the Atlanta Hawks. So I think it's time to start believing the Atlanta Hawks. And I looked at their schedule. So what do we got coming up? Uh, obviously, they had the Raptors last. But they've got the Kings today. Then the Cavaliers. Then the Rockets. And then the Thunder. We're going to find out if this 17-20 and 20 Hawks team is real. If after those four games, we see them at 21-20. and 20, Or even, even if they're 20-21. and 21, If they win three out of four of those games. I think we're starting to believe a little bit more in what the Atlanta Hawks are selling us. Right? They've got star power. They've got defense that, you know, potentially could be kicking up as a team. I'd like to see them play a little better defense. And I... If you know anything about me a couple of years ago, I thought Nate McMillan should have been coach of the year with the Indiana Pacers. I love Nate. I think he's a fantastic coach. I think he brings a lot to the table. I think he got a raw deal. And now you find him uh, leading this Atlanta Hawks team. And in an Eastern Conference where if you go from 6 to 13, those seven spots... Like, there are seven teams legit vying for those final three spots in the Eastern Conference. And yes, the Atlanta Hawks are one of those teams. One of the teams that's vying for the top spot in the Eastern Conference, it's the Brooklyn Nets, man. Still no Kevin Durant, and now now we hear about the hamstring, and they're going to slow play it a little bit. Be smart, Nets. You are going to be number one, number two, number three in the Eastern Conference. Some variants of that, my guess, is number one or number two. And they are riding high with what Kyrie Irving is doing and what James Harden is doing. And then the depth is starting to be there, too. Like, we wonder if depth is going to be there. But let's talk about this win over the Boston Celtics. Kyrie Irving goes for 40 points, eight boards, and three assists. And it's his fifth 40-point game with the Nets. Sounds like a lot, because it is. John Williamson had eight. Vince Carter had 17. The only two Nets in the history of the organization to have more 40-point games, and he's only been here for, what, a season and a half, basically? Now, there was another layer to this one because it was the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics, and the Celtics were coming in one of the hottest teams in, in basketball. They had won four consecutive games, and Tatum was playing good, and Brown was playing good, and uh, Marcus Smart was going to be back in this one, so we were excited about it. We were ready to, to kind of see what this Celtics can be when they're complete, but instead, we got a chance to see what this Brooklyn Nets team is, and we got more of a chance to see what the former Celtic, Kyrie Irving, I know a lot of us forget about that, the former Celtic, Kyrie Irving, was going to be playing against his former teammates. And if, if we read all the press clippings, oh my goodness, he hated it in Boston, and they hate him, and he hates them. Uh, might not be true. Let's hear it. Uh, Kyrie, we see you after the game uh, hugging all your former teammates. But Big surprise, huh? To a lot of people. <laughs> but honestly, all that talking about me and uh, all the relationships that I have with every teammate of mine. I'm, really? I'm glad we get to see it every single game. That uh, <laughs> I got some great people out here. But but honestly, it looked like it was a special game for you, and you simply weren't going to let the Nets lose. Uh, does this one mean a little more to you when you're going against guys you know that well? 
I know a lot of people in the league well. I mean, it's one, it's my former team, obviously. Um, you know, I think I, I let kind of the, uh, the the casual NBA fans talk about it, what it could mean in terms of special night. I'm, I'm just waiting for, you know, the main stage going on and playing in front of, you know, millions of people and it actually mattering uh, in, in terms of win or, win or lose and win or lose or go home. So I'm looking forward to that. But games like this in, in the middle of the season where you go against guys that you've known well and, um, you know, it's always a blessing. And I'm, I'm always happy for those guys. And, um, you know, I want to see them do well. And um, when we're playing against each other, we're just going to leave it out there on the floor. And that's just where it stands. We have that respect. Um, but, of course, our relationships go way further off the floor. I got to tell you, there are so many layers to that soundbite and that video that we just saw and listened to. I don't even know where to begin. Let's start with the, the hugging of the former teammates. Way too much is made, honestly, in the media. And, and I, I pride myself in not being that guy that talks about those types of things. Um, and I'm not going to. Because way too much is made on what we don't know. Right? Like There are too many people in the media that will jump on the microphone and they'll quickly say to you, well, Kyrie Irving hated his time in Boston, hates all of his teammates. How do you know? You don't know. Unless you are like the definition of insider, you don't know. So maybe you need to pause with that and, and maybe caution yourself. It's, it's like I would tell my, my sons, right? I would tell them like, think before you speak and understand that your words do carry weight. So when media is out there just bashing Kyrie Irving or bashing his time in Boston, like just make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's and make sure that you really know what you're talking about. Now let's go further with Kyrie Irving. Remember at the beginning of this year where there were all the question marks whether or not he really wanted to be in the NBA anymore, and obviously the, the loss of Kobe Bryant weighed terribly hard on, on his heart, many of us obviously, but for Kyrie Irving had a real relationship with Kobe Bryant, and then with the BLM, BLM movement that Kyrie Irving was trying to kind of help along and spearhead and really become a voice for this and social injustices. Like Kyrie Irving clearly has other things on his mind besides basketball. Can I, can I just get, get here and, and like do, do this for a second? Like Kyrie Irving, we need you in the NBA. And I know there's, there's bigger things down the road for you and you are going to change the world. I, do, I really do. I believe that Kyrie Irving is going to become a voice that is going to be uh, someone that we're listening to 10, 15, 30, 40 years from now. And we're going we're, we're gonna to look at Kyrie Irving as a true leader, right? But for, as I sit here, on March 13th of 2021, I'm begging you, Kyrie Irving, continue to play basketball because nights like last night, that 40-point performance, it's, it's, it's a picture of, of beauty. It's picturesque. And the footwork. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the footwork of Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic as two big men that, I mean, have like dancer type of footwork. To watch, and I know the video went viral. I know like ESPN, SportsCenter was playing it. Other places were playing it as well. That move last night where Kyrie, and I'll try to do it for my TV audience, came forward, behind his back, behind his back, forward again, behind his back, buckets on Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. And he actually played pretty good defense against Kyrie, and Kyrie cooked him. This Brooklyn Nets team, I, I mean, I'm going to continue along with this Brooklyn Nets team and tell you that I, I can't wait until Durant is back in this lineup 
I'm fascinated to see how this team plays out the rest of the year. Also fascinated by the LA Lakers. And I talked about this on TMA yesterday, and Ariel Epstein will join me in just a few moments. I said it was going to be a big night for Kyle Kuzma. Woohoo! We nailed that one. Kuzma, 24 points, 13 boards. Uh, he had a monster night, was a leader on the court. We knew there would be no Anthony Davis, knew there was going to be no Marcus Al. LeBron needs a running mate. LeBron needs someone he can trust in. And it seems like every once in a while, he can trust in Kuz. Kuz looked like he looked focused last night. It looked like a different Kyle Kuzman. LeBron James only shot the ball, what, 13 times? Made five baskets, something like that. Five for 13 or whatever it was, five for eight. A low number of baskets for LeBron James. But if they can win games, albeit I know the Pacers have been terrible. Now, what, one and six straight up in their last seven games? And I think it's one, uh, two, and, two and five uh, against the spread over their last seven games. And the Pacers are struggling. We'll talk about the Pacers a little bit in this next segment and in hour number two because Karis LeVert is coming back. I'm going to make his Pacers debut. Excited about that. But that game to me was about the Lakers finding something hopefully can stay and 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 be true for this team that Kyle Kuzma can be the real third option on that team and can fill a gap now as almost a second option with no Anthony Davis. A star joins us next is Ariel Epstein right here on Betting Around the Rim. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.
back here betting around the rim. It is Keith Irizarry with you, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204, the MSG Networks, streaming devices all over the place. And she's a star on our networks. She's a star out there. Ariel Epstein joins me now the morning after co-host. You catch her on Inside the Lines, which actually I will be on Inside the Lines with her later today as we prepare for the New York Knicks. And Ariel, let's start with those New York Knicks. So tough first game back, obviously, against the Bucks. Uh, is that a blip on the radar, or is there something that fans need to be worried about now with the Knicks? I wouldn't say it's a blip on the radar in a sense that this Knicks team isn't the best team in the NBA the way that their covering rate looks. They have the second most covers in the NBA this season, tied with the Brooklyn Nets. As for the Knicks defense, they were up against the high-powered Milwaukee Bucks offense. First game coming off the All-Star break. The Knicks still have the number one defense in the NBA. The question becomes, what can the Knicks do in the next two weeks with, with March 25th being the trade deadline? Offensively is where the Knicks need to focus. I think the defense is okay. They've held on to this number one spot, allowing the least points per game to opponents since the beginning of the season. Offensively, the Knicks score the second least amount of points per game, averaging as many points that they give up to their opponents, 104 points per game. The Knicks need to improve on offense. R.J. Barrett, the second-year player for the Knicks, he has been better in four of the last five games, over 20 points. Can Barrett maintain that? His consistency, inconsistency, has been the problem for the Knicks. The Knicks need another consistent piece to the offense, whose name's not Julius Randle. I agree with you so much about the Barrett thing, too, because if, if you crunch the numbers, yeah, over the last five games, last 10 games, he's been excellent, but so inconsistent. Randall, just seven points in that first game back from the All-Star game. Oddly enough, it was the same thing he did last year, seven points in the first game mm -hmm. back from an All-Star break. Uh, he said he used a curse word for it. I will not say it, but he said that... um. Typically, he's not good, let's just put it that way, in the first game back. How impressed have you been with Julius Randle this year? So impressed. This is a player who's been waiting to be in playoff contention. All the previous teams that Randall's been on, he hasn't been able to get to that next level. Nonetheless, he hasn't been the star on that team. I think the reason that Julius Randall has been able to come to the Knicks, now he has more pieces where he can lead the way, the only issue is that Julius Randle has had to become a ball hog because, as we mentioned before, everyone else on this Knicks team is completely inconsistent. Julius Randle has had to be a ball hog for almost every season that he's been in the NBA because he's been on bad teams. He was on the Lakers. He was on the Pelicans. These are teams where... They, there was no success in the room at the time. Now going to this Knicks team, a new coaching staff, you have Julius Randle, who's the team leader. He's up there on the Fandle Sportsbook in the odds for most improved player. However, I think Randle stood out a bit last year on a team where there was really no talent aside for a bunch of rookies. He's looking like a leader. Now, how did the Knicks continue what they finished off last in the first half and bring it into the second half? Keith, that's always the issue. Whether it, No matter what sport it is baseball hockey basketball after that all-star break in the middle of the season 
How much can you rely on these teams to continue doing what they did in the first half? There's one other trend that stands out to me that was in the first half for the Knicks, Keith, and that's those first half covers that the Knicks had. They went on that streak of 13 straight covers in the first half against Oklahoma City today at 2 p.m. here on the East Coast. This is an OKC team that is an underdog at home to the New York Knicks. I think you can look to that first half cover streak that the Knicks were able to maintain last week, uh, last week and the weeks prior to the All-Star break. I like it. She's Ariel Epstein. Joining me, Keith Irizarry, betting around the rim. All right, let's throw some names out here, and let's have some fun with this. So you mentioned what the Knicks could potentially do uh, at the trade deadline. One name I keep hearing and coming back to, and I was against early on, and I'll tell you, John and Chris, my two producers, sold me on this, is Lonzo Ball. He can become a restricted free agent after the season, uh, so obviously you're kind of just buying him for the rest of this year. What are your thoughts on Lonzo Ball as a potential New York Knick? My thoughts on Lonzo Ball is he's watching his brother LaMelo get all of the love down there in Charlotte. Lonzo's thinking to himself, oh, I got to do something big, don't I? The New Orleans Mm -hmm. Pelicans, they got that big deal, and everybody from Brandon Ingram to Lonzo Ball, they go over to New Orleans. It's a young team. New Orleans is fun to watch. They're horrible to bet on. Anyone who asks me if they like, if I like a prop on the Pelicans, I say, absolutely not. Lonzo Ball's (laughs) kind of dropped down ever since he's gone to New Orleans. Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, they're the stars of the team. Steven Adams is your big man underneath. However, where's Lonzo Ball? We don't hear the name anymore. We hear about his brother LaMelo Ball in Charlotte. We don't hear about Lonzo. If there's anywhere else for Lonzo Ball to go and get his name back in the spotlight, why not go to the mecca of basketball in Madison Square Garden? I think it's good. Lonzo Ball has proven to us in L.A. that he is a good player. I think he's just a little bit lost in this Pelicans team, similar to how Brandon Ingram was in Los Angeles. When Brandon Ingram was in Los Angeles, I've interviewed him a few times. He said he was just trying to figure out his identity with that team. I think that's what Lonzo Ball is going through right now in New Orleans, and I think that's why you're seeing his name drop off a little bit. Ariel, I don't have the deepest voice, but I always wanted to be the guy that led into a movie. You know, like, what if I told you, in a world, you know? All right, so what if I told you, in a world where Lonzo Ball has hit more three-pointers than, and let's roll it in for the TV audience, and I'll read it for the uh, radio audience, has more three-pointers made this season than Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and LeBron James, in a world. Wow, what a list to be looking at, especially when you see names such as LeBron James, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Luka Doncic, and Trey Young. I'm leaving out Jason Tatum because he's been completely inconsistent. I'm looking at, you know, this is really impressive to see this stat because the Knicks need offense. Who better to provide offense than somebody who's hitting more threes than a bunch of future Hall of Famers in the NBA? I think that that's a really good addition to the Knicks team to be able to help a little bit more with scoring. Now the question becomes what happens as Derek Rose continues to evolve with this team. Is Derek Rose the point guard for the Knicks or would it be Lonzo Ball? I think that's another question that the Knicks have to ask themselves. Are we going to continue to see Derek Rose when he comes back from what he's dealing with off the court? Are we going to see Derek Rose start or is Derek Rose going to continue coming off the bench? I think it's a really good point. Let's stay in New York with the Brooklyn Nets. Last night, Kyrie Irving drops 40 points. He is so much fun to watch. And James Harden has been amazing as well. Still no Kevin Durant, probably for a while going. Level of surprise by you that 
this is working, that the Brooklyn Nets put together a quasi-all-star team and it's working so successfully. What is it? Surprise? Not yet. I'm not surprised yet. I think I'll be more surprised if the playoffs come around and the Nets actually do make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I I do think on paper the Nets are the best team in the East. However, when it comes to now adding Blake Griffin to the mix, you're adding a bunch of all-stars to a roster where everybody's trying to have the ball. Everyone is going to want to make the big shot when Kevin Durant comes back. We haven't seen Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and now Blake Griffin added to the floor all at once. This is similar to what we saw last year with the Clippers, which is what concerns me a bit about the Nets going into the playoffs. How well are all of them going to play together if we don't see all of them on the floor together for more than, let's say, 10 games in the regular season? Remember last year with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Every time Paul George was ready to play, Kawhi Leonard was on the bench. Every time Kawhi was playing, Paul George was on the bench. We never saw the true Clippers team. As much as that could help them in the sense that the opponent doesn't know what's coming, it hurts a team in basketball because there's not enough chemistry brewing with a team. That's what concerns me more about the Nets in the playoffs. If you're just talking about on paper, which is not where the game is played, then the Nets should be winning the way that they are. What surprises me is that it's the Philadelphia 76ers who are still in first place of the Eastern Conference. All right, let's be honest. How scared were you when Joel Embiid went down with the knee issue yesterday? And we were finding out this morning it's a bone bruise. It looks it looks to be okay. But I, I was freaking out. I was, I was scared. I, I just You're like me, right? You just want to see all the best players play, even if you don't root for that team. I've always said this to people, especially when it comes to, let's just say football, because I'm a diehard football fan. If my team, who I've grown up watching, as you can see, behind me is the Baltimore Ravens. If the Ravens win a game because everybody's hurt on the opposition, I don't want to win that way. What are you proving? I want to beat the best. I would hate to see the Philadelphia 76ers lose their MVP candidate, Joel Embiid. Granted, Embiid's likely out for the next few weeks. Luckily, Dr. David Chow, ProFootballDoc.com, comes on the network all the time. Hopefully, he can provide a little bit more clarity to our audience as time goes on. It is good news. It's not ACL. I saw the alert pop up on my phone, Keith. I saw the word ACL first. I freaked. Mm. I said, oh, no. I've been touting that Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP for the last three months. Ever since LeBron James moved into that number one spot, and everyone asked me, is it LeBron James and no one else? I said, absolutely not. How are we ruling out Joel Embiid? The Lakers aren't even in first place of the Western Conference, whereas the Sixers are in first place of the East. Joel Embiid is top five in rebounds per game and in points per game in the NBA. LeBron James top 10, not top five in those statistical categories. I think statistically and the way that the teams are producing, Joel Embiid is still my MVP going forward. LeBron James, as soon as he sat out against the Sacramento Kings, one game he has sat out this season, Joel Embiid surpasses LeBron James in the FanDuel odds for MVP. I just thought it was amazing. That's what we're basing the odds on, I guess, is LeBron James is going to play every single game of the NBA season. Completely unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And and we do something called market movers on, on many of the shows on Sports Grid. How do you expect the market to move, though, on Embiid? Let's, let's say you said a couple of weeks. Let's just, in total assumption, let's say Embiid is out for three weeks, which means, you know, he misses, you know, eight games, whatever it is, right? 
How do you think the market will move for LeBron, Jokic, Harden, guys like that? LeBron will likely surpass Embiid again. You heard LeBron James come out of the All-Star break and say, it's go time. That was the most confidence and positive word that I have heard LeBron James say since the Lakers won the NBA Finals. LeBron has done nothing but talk down to the NBA this year. He didn't want an All-Star game. He didn't want the season to start early in December. He's played through it. I give him the credit. He's played anyway. His actions are speaking louder than his words. Yet LeBron James is still going to go out there and play almost every game of the season, especially without Anthony Davis out there. I think LeBron's going to surpass Joel Embiid. Playing time is key to everything. Last year, Keith, we know everybody thought Zion Williamson would have been the rookie of the year in his rookie season in the NBA. He ends up not winning the award because Zion doesn't play until January of last year. It's all about playing time with these awards, Keith. I got like 30 seconds with you. Your Syracuse Orange deserve to be in the field of 68? No. No, I'm just kidding. They should. <laughs> They'll probably get in. I'm just I, – I hate giving them any credit because they just break my heart every time, as they did losing to Virginia on a buzzer-beating three. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Bayhanger is playing good, though. I like seeing uh, Jim's kid uh, do his thing. Ariel, you're the best. Uh, we will talk again in, I don't know, like less than two hours. We'll do this again for MSG on Inside the Lines. You can watch both of us. And, of course, watch Ariel each and every day, Monday through Friday, on the morning after right here on Sports Grid. For Ariel Epstein, I'm Keith Arizari, betting on the rim. We roll on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. 
Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. This is where it gets fun. We are live betting around the rim. I go up against the clock. Fastest two minutes of sports talk radio and television. Let's do it. Let's go. Yes. All right. Let's go. Let's put a clock up there. See how many topics I can get through in the next two minutes. Bring on my first question. What does my producer, Chris Kosky, have for me today? Waiting on that question. I got a clock going. Come on, give me a question. Which team was better heading into the tournament, the 2015 Kentucky squad or 2021 Gonzaga? Wow. All right, so, oh, man, that Kentucky team had NBA Booker and Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Lyles and the Harrison brothers. Uh, Hard to argue against them. I'll say that Kentucky team was better going in. They ended up falling in the Final Four. I think this Gonzaga team is amazing, though, with Suggs and Kispert, their future NBA players, and a couple of other guys that'll play uh, some sort of professional basketball. What is question number two? Will the Knicks make a big splash at the trade deadline? Come on, Knicks fans. Let's say yes. Let's say either Oladipo or P.J. Tucker or Lonzo Ball will be a new York Nick. I'm in. I'm down for that. Question number three. We continue rolling along up against the clock. Will Villanova win a game in the NCAA tournament? Ah, oh, man, I'm sorry, but I got to say no to the Wildcats. If they're going to be on the 3-4 line, I think that's a perfect spot for a lower-tier team to knock them off. We saw them play poorly uh, in this Big East tournament. Uh, I think their season's going to be done. All right, number four, let's go. Which big-name school will get into their tournament despite their poor resume? I could say Syracuse because we just did that with Ariel, but I won't. I'm going to say UCLA. If you look at what UCLA has done, four consecutive losses, and that loss in the Pac-12 tournament uh, makes me have a little bit of pause on UCLA. Number five, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oklahoma State over under 71.5 team total versus Texas. Yes, give it to me. They topped this number in five of their last six games and did it against Texas earlier in the year. Come on, one more, one more. Number six, over under 33.5 points and assists for Kyrie versus Detroit. Let's go. Yes, he has hit that number two of the three last times. I did it. I'm the best ever. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 